Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Wow, talk show recorded live. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, this is Wednesday. March 29th, 2017, Chuck Bartok speaking to you from the banks of the Sacramento River in gorgeous Northern California. A wonderful spring day here. The river has receded to near normalcy. The mountains are still cloaked in beautiful snow, and the temperatures are starting to creep up into the 70s during the day, and it was uh, it's just kind of a delightful time, springtime in Northern California. Uh, of course, the Canadian geese are honking and mating and all making all that noise all the time on the river. And our bald eagles are nesting, and it's kind of a good time. And I'm very happy that uh, personally that I made the decision to revive this show, which I truly enjoyed for so many years. Uh, I don't know if it will grow to the level that it was before, but you know what? I really don't care because we've had some wonderful people joining us. Again, on this revival, some new people are are very curious and, and want to join, but there is a hesitancy. We all have these inhibitions and hesitancies, you know. Uh, what they don't realize is this is not a guru webinar. <laughs> it's a talk show. And, and pretty much we try to keep on track of a main theme, but my gosh, we've wandered down some winding paths, um, even though we had a stated topic. And, uh, you know, when people call in and want to talk, we want to listen. And uh, we do have uh, just uh, many of you who have been here before. Uh, we're we're blessed with the presence of Tonya Heathcote from, uh, I think, outside of Murfreesboro, Tennessee, uh, a young lady who's been a member of our organization, meaning she's been part of the uh, You Can Build It and the Focus Society of Overachievers uh, Mastermind Group for, for, gosh, a long time. And, Tanya, I see that you're here live with us. Uh, what's been happening the last week or so for you? Wow. Well, um, like I said, there in California, it too has been beautiful weather here in Tennessee. Uh, the weather the weather's uh, in the 80 degrees, and, of course, the pollen is going crazy. Oh, for me, the last week has been, uh, you know, sinus management. Oh, wow, yes. I, you know, we, I, I discovered, uh, or a doctor, rather, discovered uh, last week that I have had an infection oh, in no. for over a year. Wow. So I'm on, I'm on the health journey to uh, discover more answers there. Now, and, is, and is, is this is this uh, at all related to to the seizure disorders? It it is. Oh it wow! Is wow! Because, wow. Um, because uh, we're finding that I may have some growths in my sinuses. Oh you know, my wow! My cavities and sinuses. Wow! Station yeah. tubes that are kind of holding things in my head that should be draining out. You know. Uh huh. Sure. 
And so uh, we're going to be taking the next step uh, next week, you know, going in for more testing and, and mm-hmm. things of that nature. And, and with every step, there are answers. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it may not always be the answer you want to hear, right? but an answer is an answer. Right. You know, knowledge is always good. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, it, and it's funny, knowledge is a wonderful asset. However, <laughs> there's an awful lot of people who spend a lot of time gathering knowledge, but they never apply action to it. And, uh, you, you know, we've had that conversation before. And and, and uh, especially with this Internet thing, Tanya, this is what amazes me, you know. I mentioned that we're going to discuss um, effective social media marketing over the next several weeks and how to effectively use social media to drive fans, prospects, whatever word you want to assign to people, to your website, which is truly your home, I believe, over the Facebook thing or the Twitter thing or the Google Plus thing, because you don't own that. And and we know that people are literally banned from Facebook. for They they get put in jail for 30 days uh, for reasons that they don't understand. And, and that's what I mean. You've lost control, you see. So, so what we try to do with social media is to drive people home. Use it as that Uber car to get the person from over here over to your house so you can sit down in the living room and chat with them on a one-to-one or a group basis. And I think that's what makes social media effective personally. And uh, it's not difficult to do, as you know. And, and I know you're on a new project, and we started talking about it. And one thing that you did bring up in a personal conversation is that um, you, you are, and I've known this for a long time, you are a perfectionist. And, yeah. and that's good. I'm not, as you well know. Uh, but um, the, uh, the, you remember this from the old days. I, I'm sure you remember this quote. Those who seek perfection typically work for those who don't. <laughs> yes. I, I, does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. Okay. And I, I've said that to people, and, and, and they look at you dumbfounded. Well, what do you mean? I, I was always taught to, to uh, uh, you know, do this correctly. And Well, I'm not saying you go out there blindly. But there comes a time when God has in, in, in instilled all of us with an intuition, a sixth sense, the gut feeling, the solar plexus. If you read the Marden, Orison Sweat Marden, and Charles Hennell, the Master Key, and, and Napoleon Hill, they all say the same thing. And you go all the way back to the Bible, and it says the same thing. And unfortunately, social engineers, I believe, have denigrated in the classroom almost two generations of people not to trust the intuition, but to follow the written dogma, lockstep, written by the brown shirts who are in charge of education. And it's getting worse, it seems, based on what I see on the media. But trusting that intuition. So I say this, when you feel you're ready, do it, because guess what? There's no mistake, you can only do it better on review. You can only do it better on re-edit. You see what I mean? That is true, you no. know. And and something occurred to me just moments before getting on this call. 
that the, uh, like you were saying, intuition. It's yep. all in the feeling. And when mm-hmm. you go with your, when you go with that gut feeling, that intuition, it's it's going to be right. Yep. You know, Wait, be- I believe it is. of the time. Lord knows I've made enough mistakes in choosing the wrong path, okay? But I think the thing that's important is that we chose a path. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. You know, we, we, okay, and and I know that you're developing a new website. Mm -hmm. And you know that, because we've talked about it on this show, that Jim Strauss, uh, you know, writer, good friend, (laughs) one of my best for 47 years, partner, associate, whatever you want. I mean, our wives think, uh, you know, we're both weird. But the book now, the book that was never going to get written, but was written 47 years ago when we did the outline form and we pulled the letters from home, you know, to home from Vietnam. And now we, Jim... This book was never going to be written, but I asked him to give me some content for his website because he has other books, okay? He has other things. And so he wrote a reminiscence of the first day of his landing in Vietnam, not to be the book because we really didn't want to bring this tragic story up again, okay? It's been 47 years buried down deep inside. So anyway, it did it, and then it exploded. And now everybody's clamoring for the book. And what happened to both Jim and I is we started worrying too much about getting it perfect. Well, I, I was talking to the people at Create Space, who we used to publish the paperback for Amazon. The lady was very nice. What I love, could, do you realize that this service, you can call, you type in your phone number, and within, 30, within three seconds, they call you back. And you're talking to a live human being to ask them whatever inane question you want. And they're extremely helpful in publishing your book. Anyway, uh, this lady said, well, remember this. Go ahead and send the PDF in, even though you may not feel it's perfect. Because next week you can send in a revised copy. And we just, you know, crap out the old one and put the new one in. Instead of waiting forever to let the people know that the book is out there, because I, you know, I'm, this is new to me because I'm not much of an editor, but we've had five pieces of eyes, five different eyes of qualified people on these manuscripts, and every one of them finds something. Have you ever noticed that? Wow. You, you know, so, so there is no one person, but, but again, I, I want to get back to, to your situation. If your gut feels it's okay, act upon that gut. Yes. You see what I mean? It was, instead of saying, I'm going to do it again, I'm going to do it again. And you know what happens pretty soon? We can create all kinds of monsters in this scenario, can't we? Mm-hmm. To the point, because we're human beings, that we say, is this worth it? What is this doing to me mentally? What is this doing to me physically? You know what I mean? So so we're at the cusp right now. We literally have thousands of people. I just sent Jim another, I mean, on Facebook, 67 people comment on a chapter that we posted yesterday. I need to order 10 of these paperbacks. I need to order five. I want to make sure everybody in my family has these books, you know. We literally have 
I, I, I should let me put it there. It's it's a very good four figure thousand number right now that want the book today. Okay. And we're not going to have it till next week. But and the reason is, is we got sucked into not sucked into. We were worrying about is it ready yet? I know Steve. Steve uh, is with us. Steve Mistrata, and but he's not on the phone. He said he had to charge his phone up, and I'm sure he's experienced these same things with his gardening and all the things that he's been involved with. You remember Steve, the organic gardener, and and. Uh, Anyway, uh, I didn't want to digress completely off the track, but you're, you and I are personally going to spend some time over the next couple of days. But what I'm going to encourage you to do is let's let's pull the let's pull the uh, the plug, you know, positively pull the plug and 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 or let's pull the ripcord and and let the chute open up. Okay. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. And, uh, oh, Steve, I... Steve just said he he says he calls it perfect pitch syndrome. And, and that's a good word. Yes, it is. And I believe, you know, I believe that uh, success requires action. Absolutely. You know, I, I can sit, I can sit on my website until it gets perfect, mm-hmm. but it's not getting out there. There's yep. no action to it. Yep. Yep. You know, and it can just die away. And you—that's a beautiful sequitur, or whatever they call it. Anyway, the lead-in, okay. I'm going to share a story right now because we were supposed okay. to talk about, uh, as I publicized, uh, social media, effective social media as a vehicle to drive traffic to your website. So what we do, and this doesn't happen overnight, is we created a page on Facebook, just one venue, and we started sharing the work that we wanted people to follow. And again, this is literature, okay? Okay. And as as you know, Tonya, and, and everybody doesn't, it's fact-based fiction, okay? You know, every story that's on the website is based on real-life experiences, except we've changed the names to protect the innocent, okay? So there is a t- personal involvement in this. But anyway, the whole object there is, Jim, we, we, we pull a short story out from a couple years ago and put it on the website, and then we would go to the Facebook page and write a few words description of what this short story is about and put a link directly to the short story. But we always asked for input. Okay? And, and that's the secret. You know, we said, you know, if you stop by and visit, please leave a comment or leave a comment here. And you know what? We really appreciate it if you would share this with your friends of like mind. Because if you like the story, doesn't it make sense that your friends probably would? Because don't we all pretty much like, on similar grounds, that which our friends like? Is that true? Yes, that is true. And how many people forget that? You see... To me, I'm I'm glad I just said that. We don't realize how much the group that we hang around are so much like us because that's why we hang around them. You You know, it doesn't mean they have to have the same income. It doesn't mean they have to have the same scholastic background. 
typically the best relationships are those with people who own the same values. Yes. You know, and, 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 and that, that's, to me, that's what business is all about. You can't do business successfully with people who have little values. You can sell them something, they're never going to come back because they're not that kind of people. So what you want to do is build an audience is what I'm trying to say. And who are you going to build an audience with? You're going to build an audience of people that are similar to you, possibly an age, possibly an income bracket, family status, sexual gender, you know, men associate with men. Women associate with women. You know, I mean, all these things that we know about. And, and, and you can't, uh, uh, this crap about social engineering, you know, it, it is just that. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's garbage. But anyway, Northeast New York just joined us on the call. And, of course, since I don't know Northeast New York, they might have been here before, could you tell us who you are, please? Hey, brother. It's Steve. Long time uh, no talk. Steve Mastrata? Yes, sir. I'm, oh. I'm actually I'm in Missouri, but I have my cell phone. Okay, okay, Steve. Okay, up in okay. New York. So it is you. You got your cell phone. Uh, got your cell phone charged up, and mm-hmm. now you're here with us. Uh, and, and you remember Tanya, don't you? I I certainly do. Yeah, she's. Uh, we used to. Well, she still is, but you know, she is the. Uh, uh, what was that? Terrific Tanya Heathcote because she is terrific. And, and it's interesting. All of us, since the early days, our lives have changed. Uh, I don't think we have changed. I think some of the paths we might have followed and some of the methods that we apply to reach the end of the journey or the you know enjoy that abundance along the journey, uh, we might be using different things, doing things differently or so on. And, and, and that's what, why I revived the show, Steve, because in the last couple of years, not through any genius, uh, we have found some methods that really work to effectively use social media to drive a consistent stream of engaged traffic to the website. Now, these are simple words that I just said. To some people, that means people who will buy, Okay. To other people, it might be people who, with, who, who you want to communicate with because you have something to share. Uh, it, 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 you know, a good blog about mothers not necessarily is there to, to buy stuff for mothers, but it's that you truly want to share ideas and those people want to share ideas with you. And that's what social media is, is really founded on, I believe. And, and we found some, I don't know, Techniques that have some of the performance that we've been experiencing, the big boys, you know, the the names you see, they can't believe it. You know, when when I tell you I have a page of 7,000 fans, likes, okay, and that 800 people share the post today, and we organically reach 14, 15, 16,000 people, organically reach, that's that is that is outstanding. You know, Chuck, you you said something just as I was calling in. I was muting, <clears throat> excuse me, muting the laptop, and you were talking about the people we surround ourselves with and who our friends are. Right. And I 
and I, I, I came down here to Missouri to volunteer and, and uh, help people learn this sustainable method of gardening. I have since created my own method, which I'll discuss with you more uh, in private. Okay. Um, but there, this one paragraph here, I'd like to read if you if you would sure. indulge me. Says everything about why I'm moving on and why I'm I'm going to be doing some different things. Mm-hmm. This is how this is how it goes. It says the people we surround ourselves with either raise or lower our standards. <laughs> they either help us to become the very best version of ourselves or encourage us to become lesser versions of ourselves. <laughs> we we, be, we become like our friends. Okay. No no man becomes great on his own, no woman becomes great on her own. Mm -hmm. The people around them help to make them great. Mm -hmm. We all need people in our lives who raise our standards, remind us of our essential purpose, and challenge us to become the best versions of ourselves. Now, that right there just hit me like a literally a sledgehammer mm-hmm. in the head based on the current situation I'm in. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I want to make it clear that I, I don't have a dislike for the individuals I'm with. It's more that I've learned what I can learn here, mm-hmm. and it's it's time to move on. Right. Um, uh, so you, you, you've, you've got to, you know, if if you want to learn about social media, we'll call into this this show. <laughs> surround surround yourself with people who are better than you at what you want to learn that that have more education. And and quite frankly, there's a lot of people in the world that are so wrapped up in being a chief that they know that their their ego their ego will not let them be an Indian right and and that's a a critical critical flaw in business now Mm -hmm. the other thing the perfect pitch syndrome which I have gone through for decades and just within the last three years I I've gotten out of it it's that it's that wanting everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect, and 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 I think this is how you you stated it. You said those who seek perfection tend to work for those who don't. Yep, and that's absolutely correct. Um, Seth Godin is is big on this about you know what, write your manuscript, mm. send it in, send it in because yes, you can especially with the digital form the platforms we have yeah. nowadays. Um, swing at that ball. Don't wait for that perfect pitch because I'll tell you what, ladies and gents, I wasted 15 years of my life doing that. Yep. Don't do what I did. Anyway, okay. Well, no, that the, all see, the, this, is, this is what, uh, you know, I, I have children, I have grandchildren, and now I have a whole herd of great-grandchildren, Okay. And, and the great-grandchildren, some of them are just born, and some of them are in the three- and four-year-old, two- and three-year-old, which is the most dynamite time to, to to really work with humans, in my estimation, because you allow them, you know, you, you can't argue with a three-year-old, can you? I mean, it's impossible to argue with a three-year-old. 
and, and, and that's we work with a three-year-old just like we do with a horse. You don't argue with them. You gently guide them in the right direction, and you're kind of there behind them, kind of, you know, but you don't want to be too pushy, and you don't want to be, you know, well, I don't have to talk to you guys. You know what I'm talking about. But we have to allow people to be themselves. And if we're going to be friends, if we're going to be teachers, if we're going to be helpful, there's a point, and, and this is, again, getting back to social engineering. My teachers in grammar school, and I have said this on Facebook, and I've had people call me a liar. They've called me, you know, I, I'm a Neanderthal, and I, swear I can name most of my teachers in grammar school, folks, and I'm 75 years old, okay? Almost 75. When a teacher, when Sister Emerencia said something about American history, and we were discussing the Civil War, and we were reading the textbook, here's what happened at the, at the end of every uh, lecture or whatever you want to call it. Now, what do you kids think? about why that happened? Do you have any ideas on how it possibly could have happened better? Or do you think this is all wrong? Or do you think this is all right? And I heard that constantly, day in and day out. I heard it in high school. George Fowler was my high school history teacher. History is what subject I bring it up. Because math, even in math, though, I always had teachers, you know, well, Two, two times two is four, well, show me why. See what I mean? You know, why are you accepting that? You know what I mean? Show me why. And I'm not talking common core here. I'm talking, show me. So I have two, and I multiply it times two, and look, all of a sudden I have four eggs. You know, it's pretty easy. But anyway, uh, the, uh, the fact that we allow people to be people, and we, allow, we instill in them to question quote, authority. Now, that can be taken the wrong way. Today, we have evolved an education system when every one of these poor people are told how they should think, and there's no option. And this is true on college campuses today. My college professors, again, I, I'm sorry if I'm bringing up ancient history. I never took a multiple choice quest test in college. Every one of them were essay tests. And, and here's one of my, my one of the ones that I thought was most most enlightening to me. And I want you, you and Tanya, Steve, are there. And, and the question was: Describe to the best of your knowledge what would happen over four hundred thousand years if a mountain range suddenly erupted from just south of Tecate, Mexico along the San Gabriel Range and on up to I think it was Fresno. But that mountain range uh, was about 25,000 feet. Explain what would happen and how the fauna and flora and climatic conditions would change over 10,000 years, okay? That's your final for the year. Steve, is there any correct answer? <laughs> Actually, no. Because nobody knows, do they? Exactly. How do you think you were graded when you wrote your answers? And, and you were given those blue books, and you wrote, and you wrote. You had three hours to write, which meant the professor had to read each and every one of them, correct? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And how? Do, what? What do you? Th- I'm sorry, Tanya. You're right. What do you think you were graded on? Because there is no right or wrong answer, is there? Your thought process. Thank you. Thank you. You arrived at your conclusion because of the information you've gathered over the last four years at this esteemed university regarding the life sciences and the geologic sciences, correct? No multiple choice question. The leg bone is attached to the thigh bone, the thigh bone, you know. That's BS. That's not education. That's 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 committing things to memory according to the rules laid down by somebody who probably doesn't know the answer themselves. Which is true in the education system today. And and that's not where I, I wanted to go on social media. Tonya, tell me to shut up and move on. <laughs> shut up and move on, Chuck. Okay, I'm going to. What do you think, Steve and Tonya, is the reason why the Facebook page James Strauss Writer can have five, six, seven, eight hundred people share a post within the first six or seven hours that it's posted. Engagement. Okay. Okay. Yes. In other words, our fans are engaging, correct? Yes. But what is it that makes them want to do that? Well, uh, I'll tell you. Um, oh, by the way, we're not paying them to do this. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, James Strauss, writer, eight thousand five hundred twenty-eight. Like this. Uh, let me just. Yeah, that page is about six months old. Very nice. Very nice. Well, I think I think that there are. Um, a lot of people that who have served, and there's still a lot of Vietnam veterans out of there. There's a lot of veterans such as myself that um, came after. Uh, So it is a very um, interesting personal subject, uh, and I'm literally just looking at this page for the first time right now, um, and, uh, you know, you because here's the thing, you say, hey, my uncle was in Vietnam. My, my, right, you know, we're getting people who, you know, we're getting grandchildren. My grandfather, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, there's, there's content, there's content there that pulls you in emotionally. Uh, hey, Tanya, <laughs> bingo, you just hit you just hit the whole secret. It's content. Yep. And the content is being presented to an audience that the content providers know be- because of what we ask the audience, what it is they want. Now, we're not writing the book to satisfy them because the book is a piece of, I have to be very careful on this. Just again, this book is based on reality, Okay. These 30 days actually occurred in the way it's presented. We've just changed some names to protect the innocent, okay? Mm-hmm. But, but, but again, Tanya, content. So you're going to write a new blog. You're going to write a new website, correct? Yes. Okay. The, really the most important thing is that the content that you provide your readers 
It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be sophisticated. It doesn't have to be a work of art. But it's something that hits me. It's something that I can say, I understand that. It's something that says, I want to read more. And the the, the subject is not relevant to success. But it is relevant to the people to whom you want to reach. Yes. I think what happens, Steve, if you may agree or disagree, is that most people who try to build a website and get into social media are focusing on everything through their eyes. Instead of ever sitting back and asking the question, which we do on that page, if you if you scroll that that page down, it you know it, you don't have time to do that, Steve. But it goes on and on and on and on, and many times you will see a little post that says, "Wow, we are just overblown. We appreciate the support. Uh, really, really appreciate it if you could share the next post with your best friend." Right, right. We're not asking them to buy anything, are we? Nope. Now, the interesting thing is we've never asked anybody to buy a book, and when this book comes out on April 7th, we've got several thousand people who are sitting there with their check in hand ready to go, okay? That's, that's kind of fun. But that's not what any of this is about. <laughs> is it, is it, that's because it, Now, Steve, did you go to the website? Uh, not yet. Just click on, one. Just, just this is good. Yeah, just click one of the links. You know, the most recent story, Thirteenth Night. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the Thirteenth Day third part was published March twenty first. It has a hundred and seventy four comments on the website. Okay. Follow this number, if you would. Because this blows the big boys away, okay? I mean, these guys, you know, these phony gurus or whatever you want to call them. So far, this website, which is less than six months old in reality, because our other website was James Strauss Author. Then we finally were able to buy jamesstrauss.com. So I had to switch things over to a new website, right? Mm-hmm. But as of this moment in time, there have been 5,503 comments made and approved. That's fantastic. Have you ever come across a site that had that kind of engagement? Uh, not not that quickly, that's for sure. And right now there's pending 24, and before the night is over, before the sun rises tomorrow, every one of these comments will be personally answered. Excellent, excellent. I, uh, I, um, and it's something I don't, I don't mind dis- discussing, but I... I had some issues in childhood and in the military and I went actually to um, Topeka, Kansas and went and sat down with the person in the VA and the person that, that, uh, this is just within the last three weeks, the person that that, uh, really said, hey Steve, you know, I'm your friend, I'm a fellow vet, he's a helicopter pilot in Vietnam and uh, he, uh, through the special forces guys, really saw some wild stuff. And uh, he he actually runs the Topeka branch of Point Man Ministries, which is a non-denominational right. uh, 
uh, ministry that helps vets with PTSD and, and right. substance abuse problems and stuff. But this is what I'm saying. I'm going to turn them on to this. He'll really, uh, uh, he'll really dig this because um, uh, I'm I'm not far off of that generation. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're, you are I, a little younger, thank goodness. You know, <laughs> uh, not much. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but yeah, this is something I can see a lot of a lot of people uh, being interested in. And and once a vet, always a vet. And and you you know you really the respect we have for Vietnam veterans is is through the roof. You okay. know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, so we eat this stuff up. And and, and um, yeah, yeah, I'd be I'd be happy to to push this out and, and well just uh, you know share it that's you know you say hey by absolutely. the way i find and and you were finding you know when you look in in the back room of your analytics we're finding that this site is in forums that are totally divorced from any of this but the people shared a common bond with their hobby you see what i mean like duck hunters like duck hunters okay yeah. All of a sudden, one duck hunter went to their forum and said, guys, I just read this last. And all of a sudden, we got 900 duck hunters through that forum who have visited the site, you see. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I, I want to emphasize that this program is geared to how to do this. And the how-to was not by happenstance. Because of what I've been doing the last couple of years, and by spending a lot of time finding out the persona of the people to whom we want to reach. It's like when we first met, Steve, I was, well, I've been farming vegetables forever, but I don't anymore, okay? But when we met, I was doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And so my websites were very successful because I knew how to talk to that that group of people who loved to do the same things I do. Sure. And I, the only thing I was sharing with them is my technique. And the only thing I ever asked them was to try it, not buy it, try it. You know, Idaho is with us. I wonder if this is, who is Idaho? Come on and join us. Tell us who you are. This is Guy Severson. Guy, you finally got in. What do you think the problem was? Um, I had to press the pound one ah. after entered in the access code. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Well, you know, since oh. I've been since I've been on this platform so long, and by the way, guys, uh, this is Guy Severson who asked some fantastic questions on Facebook. Uh, I've not met Guy personally. Guy, you're on the call today with just a few people, um, and they're all from the past. We have Steve Mistrada who's uh, currently in Missouri. Uh, Steve and I are connected. Boy, I, I really speak good English. I really don't, but I learned. Uh, Steve and I share a very strong common bond to farming and farming the right way, okay? And the other person on the call is cash flow coach and goddess of goodness, who is the same person, Tanya Heathcoe, who has been hanging around this show for about seven or eight years also. And Tanya is a dynamic young lady from Tennessee who has done some things with her life that everybody in the world told her she never could do. Awesome. And and it's kind of coincident 
and I'm going to go reflect to Tonya on this, she personally messaged me and said, Chuck, I want to get back in the saddle again. Tonya suffers, and I'm I, I, saying this publicly, suffers from a strange malady uh, that a lot of other people do, but nobody ever talks about. And she has physical and, and health challenges ever since she was born. And so did her daughter. And um, unfortunately, her daughter passed away a few years ago from the same condition. And Tanya has, has just overcome so much of this and is ha, has focused her life. And when we met, we, she was on our business building call, no, on Focus Society of Overachievers. And at that time, Tonya was one of the top mortgage brokers in, in the, that part of our country. Right, Tonya? Yeah, I sure was. At that Ca- cash flow coach? <laughs> yeah, I, I was the cash flow coach. And, yeah. Um, and I was and I was enjoying it, you know, right. and um, and as it would happen, uh, that was right around that time was when mm-hmm. uh, Tennessee decided to say, well, you can't do that anymore without a right. real estate license. And right. You got to put down the buku bucks, and you got to take this huge exam. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, my health condition, uh, the epilepsy, would not okay. allow the stress to invade my body. That that it took, you know, the long hours, sure. things like that, to uh, to take the exam. So mm-hmm. I had to uh, carve another path, and that's what I did. And you did it right. You know, enough. whenever whenever you're met whenever you're met with a mountain that you just can't walk through, that right. you just can't go through, you just carve another path around it. There you go. There you go. And Steve, in, in a way, that that's what's happening to you too. If I if I read between the lines tonight. You're you're ready well, to strike off into another path, correct? Absolutely, and and for for the uh, gentleman from Idaho, I don't know if you've uh, I've got a good buddy up in uh, Idaho Falls uh, who teaches the the, the midlighter method of gardening, and uh, I'm actually down here in Missouri, small little town called Kidder, Missouri. And we're getting ready for a gardening boot camp uh, starting this. Uh, this Monday we have 30 people coming, and they for a week, and we teach them teach them the mint lighter method the whole time, and um, from seed to table, quite mm-hmm. literally. So um, now I'm I'm going to do some work with the VA and try and get them into get their programs ramped back up as far as uh, horticultural therapy goes. Oh, fantastic. And uh, so I'll be contacting a lot of congressmen and senators and saying, where's the funding for this, guys? Right. And uh, and then I, I'm working on a very large project called High Tech Homestead that, that uh, uh, I've, I think we've actually discussed in the past. And it's, it's one of those things where I kept waiting for that perfect pitch. And nope, nope, I finally... Uh, Got uh, got my head heads uh, screwed on straight. I got uh, over two years of sobriety as of uh, August third of two thousand and fifteen. Uh, haven't touched a drop of alcohol. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Uh, got my health health back in and my my brain's back in the game real good and and uh, that's that's one of the that's one of the dangers of, of being an entrepreneur and, and and having that freedom and sitting home is you can you can get into some bad habits 
and uh, so just just watch out for that too, people, because that's uh, um, you know that 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 one one that that beer with the beer with the uh, afternoon hamburger or salad or whatever. No, you, that, you're not going to be productive. You're not going to be productive <laughs> doing that. So um, you got to be even more disciplined mm-hmm. than the entrepreneur. So, but but it, it, the, what one of the real things I love about you, Chuck, is that. I, and I can count them. I can count people like you on one hand. Just it, it doesn't matter. You're not ever going to stop. You're not ever going to give up until God tells you. Uh, and and that's that's really what it takes, quite frankly. And you better you better be doing something you love. If you're just going after the money, well, uh, I hate to tell you, but you're going to have a tough, tough road. So um, it, it's so true. It's like. Basically, start your business about what you want to do when you are very wealthy. So you know what I'm saying. So um, it's it's true. Follow your passion. The money, the money will follow. It's it's absolutely true. Well, you know the I, I appreciate the compliment, and uh, we all have different places to go and different paths to follow. Uh, what I was intrigued with, and I, I, not that I, you know, Steve, you made some valid points there. Guy asked a question, uh, how, how we hooked up was social media, and Guy, we, we, we don't want to, this show doesn't have a structure, by the way, Guy. It's a talk show, you know what I mean? And, and we were discussing the effective use of social, social media to keep our traffic within the scope of people we want to reach social media is a wonderful vehicle to do that because of how easy it is to engage on social media. But one thing we didn't discuss today, but we have in past shows is if a person wants to do that, they have to accept the responsibility of following through and acting upon (laughs) as Tony and I talking early in the show, we have to apply massive action. And so many people today, I don't know why, have a feeling that if I do X, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, and I are all going to happen automatically. And I think we all know that doesn't really work, but yet there are literally hundreds of people out there who create a facade that that's all it takes. If you buy this product, I can have your Facebook ads seen by blah, 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 blah. We've all seen those. And yes, they can work for a short period of time, but pretty soon the smell rises from the bottom. And reasonable people with whom most people want to do business with can find out that it's not all really there. And uh, it's just, you know, social media, it wasn't available when I started marketing. What? I was 13 years old when I started one of my, when it was a successful business, uh, believe it or not, I had four people uh, pushing their carts with lawnmowers around the neighborhood in Southern California, and I lined up all their jobs, and I got a piece of all the action, and we all made money, and everybody was happy. But that wasn't easy to do, though it was easy. It, it, it took massive action, and the same thing applies to social media. By the way, I'm going to ask a guy this question. Do you use any automated systems in social media? Well, it's an excellent question. Um, I wouldn't mind, uh, before I answer that question, 
uh, kind of giving the background of where I'm coming from. Sure. Okay. You bet. So um, I resonate with both uh, the other individuals that are online. Um, we actually live at and work with, and if you happen to hear a phone call ring in the background and whatnot, it's because we are part of a company called Life Tree Wellness, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, focuses on organic veganism mm-hmm. and you know nutritional uh, uh, pursuits and whatnot. And I do say we because I also have my bride Irene here. We're both listening in here. Good. And, Thank you very much, Irene. <laughs> and um, so basically, I have spent the last oh, whole time, uh, five years plus, focused on SEO. Very good. I came to a realization of something, and it happened probably about 30 days ago maybe a little bit longer. And that is, I'm not a numbers person. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people that, like, that that stay awake night looking at analytics and just wondering, how can I make that happen? Mm-hmm. I'm a words person. Mm-hmm. I like writing, I like creating, I like connecting. I came to the realization that, as it was pointed out earlier, you want to build in a platform where you're, where you you can thrive and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I came to the realization that I was making 10k a month off of a company that I hated. I <laughs> uh, love it. Love and it. so basically, I uh, abandoned ship on my company, mm-hmm. and I said, "You know what? We're shutting that door down. I am tired of all the different algorithms and trying to babysit <laughs> customers." Mm-hmm. Uh, I letting them know, well, yes, you're right. Your Google ranking did not happen in one hour. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they just don't get it. Right. So um, a long time ago, I wrote a book on Twitter. And um, I love the platform, but it got absorbed into SEO, and I left mm-hmm. the thing behind. Well, I resurrected that just recently. Good. And I'm glad that I did because I found home. Well, I, where do I want to build a, a business and whatnot? It's definitely within social media. Mm-hmm. Not so fond of Facebook. I, I'm sorry. But that's that's um, good. Mm-hmm. It does have its place. And uh, that brings me to the automated question of do I use automated products? And the absolute answer is yes. Mm-hmm. I never directly asked that question, Chuck. Mm-hmm. But you see what, what what people don't get is when a question is asked, you better be ready for engagement. <laughs> Otherwise, what you, what people feel like is, oh, I just answered a question from from a automated system who doesn't care. That's right. The last thing you want people to think, know, or believe is that you don't care. Because mm-hmm. if you don't care, then they don't care. And if they don't care, then you just are not building your social network, whether it be on Twitter, LinkedIn, or wherever, correctly. 
Mm-hmm. But as people see the difference in who a person is and how that transpires into their own uh, sphere of influence, things can take off like a bullet. Absolutely. 30 days ago, I had 5,000 people that were uh, uh, boring, uninterested deadbeats on my Twitter account. (laughs) (coughs) But they're not there today. They're not there today. Today, I'm I'm heading towards 8,000 people on my Twitter account Mm -hmm. in 30 days. These are people that are actively involved and engaged with the whole process of of working with Twitter correctly. I fully believe that with the right mix, you can do this on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, you name it. It's just a matter of connecting with people. And what you know, if, if if there's one lesson I've learned most, most people don't know how to connect with people, because generally speaking, when you do that, you're thinking, oh well, I've got this product X that I got to talk to them about. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing you want to talk to them about. Mm-hmm. You want to talk to them about whatever they're talking about. And then if you have the profile set up, whatever social media pro- uh, platform you're on. If you have your profile set up, as they become interested and engaged with you, guess where they're going to be visiting? They're going to be Let the profile market. Right. Just be a friend. That's right. And, and, and the, you know, you some really, really powerful direction there. And I, I, I really, by the way, uh, I'm, I'm in awe because uh, actually this is the first time we've ever put an SEO person on staff. You know what I mean? Because and he, he, here's an interesting sidelight. And, and this man is highly qualified and, and has done a lot of great work for clients around the world. The interesting thing is, he said, um, the only problem I have with what you're doing is it doesn't fit standard SEO patterns. And you're breaking all the rules, yet look where you are. You, you see what I mean? So what we did, because we, everybody has to learn, and, and what I've done, he has been very helpful in uh, setting some things up that we didn't do before. In fact, I was looking here, um, this was something we never even bothered about, was where we were getting the search traffic, okay? You know, search traffic... Yeah, search traffic was never important to to me or my associate because we always had people that trafficked us. Does that make sense? You know, right. I mean, they they were always there. So, you know, we we didn't really care how they got there. We just knew they were there. And and what is, we've we've improved though a little bit because uh, search engine referrals today were twenty seven from Google and thirty one yesterday. Right. But interestingly enough, Facebook has sent us 196,859 people from Facebook.com. Excuse me. And then uh, the other Facebook account, 32,536. And then 6,944. And these are people who spend an average of 13, 14 minutes on the site, you see. Right. Well, that didn't come from search. (laughs) 
but I'm not poo-pooing. You know, you know, I'm not saying. But what it is is that we are delivering the content that the market wants. Well, there's more to it than that, Chuck. Is there? Okay. You, you see, when you are engaging people from social media, as I'm sure you're already aware, mm-hmm. building a relationship. After our conversation yesterday, I went and visited your website. Mm-hmm. Because of the relationship that I had with you at that point, mm-hmm. I was more than interested in you. Oh, well, that's interesting. Well, actually, you should be interested in Jim, you understand. <laughs> are, are, you talking, are you talking about the James Strauss site or one of my other old sites? Well, I, I was looking through all the sites that you had sent over. Oh, okay, that's right, that's right. Yes, I'm, I forgot that I'd sent you more than one. Right, but it's because of that relationship that we that, that I, I considered you a credible source. If I find you on search, mm-hmm. there is no relationship. Right, right. Good point, good point. Did you catch that, Tonya? <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. I've just been sitting here on mute listening to the two of you all. So <laughs> soaking it in. Okay. Enjoying it, soaking it in. And, and, and does everybody hear the little bell in the background? Yes. Yes, and Tonya knows what that means, don't you, Tonya? <laughs> sure do. That means that the boss of the corporation, the supreme commander, <laughs> has opted in that her dinner is completed. And 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 for the last 39 years, we know what that means, you see. And so when I revived this show, this show used to be, what did we used to do? We used to do it at 6.30 at night, but then that, that hurt our people on the East Coast, you know. So when I revived this about six weeks ago, uh, for some reason 4.30 sounded good because I'd be off at 5.30. I promised my wife that I would be off at 5.30, and she said, okay, I can live with that. <laughs> Because we've been doing this for so so long, and 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 I've just t- Tanya and and I think Steve understands this uh, uh, guy. So you know, this we share a lot of common interest. It goes back seven, eight, nine years on uh, on this uh, venue, and uh, uh, I've not. Uh, this was not put together for any income goal. You know what I mean? This is not why this talk show, these two talk shows evolved. It evolved because, and this was an interesting thing, and Guy, this this fits right up your alley and your expertise. When I when I had suffered my massive coronary in 2004, I bought a computer. I had computers for the companies, you know, do book work and bidding and design and all that stuff. But I, I wanted to go on this internet because I had a, my life changed and slowed down. And I said, well, I guess the thing on the Internet is people have to know about you. Well, I didn't want to spend a lot of money because I'm a penurious person. I'm frugal. In fact, I'm cheap, as most people say. And uh, so I said, well, the best thing in the world is to do a talk show because it always worked in the real world because the Internet wasn't a real world, you know. Right. So, So I started a talk show, and I was, what, two and a half hours a week on these talk shows? And I'll never forget, Sherry said, what in the hell are you doing this for? You don't have to do this. I said, yeah, but I like it. And and that's really what happened. What drove the Focus Society of Overachievers and what drove You Can Build It is the fact that I liked it. 
And what happened is I think we surrounded ourselves with thousands of people around the world who also liked it, so therefore we had a community. Does that make sense, Guy? It certainly does. And what's happened, though, and we're not going to name names, but there were, there's, there's been people who were deeply involved in this show who have done very, 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 very well with their own goals and directions. And, and we're all proud of them. You know? And we've also had people who have changed their total lifestyles that were involved in this show. Tanya's an example. She, she, she wanted to do something, and everybody told her she can't. Well, she did. And, and, and the relative end result is not important because the success is measured in the fact that she did it. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's where we are. And, Guy, I hope you do come back and join us because I know that I can learn a lot from you. Uh, Steve, you and I have to get together. I want to know more about the new projects. And, Tonya, you and I will spend some time this weekend, hopefully, because Tonya's going to put a new website up. And one of the things we started the show off was Tony has always been a detail-oriented person, and I kind of admonished her politely and said, well, just remember this, those who seek perfection usually work for those who don't. And, and, and so I, I want to spur her on to move to action a little quicker than she might want to. <laughs> and, and maybe people like you, Guy, can, can offer, if you join us back again, some of your knowledge and direction, because we try to be very candid on this show. And hopefully nobody ever feels bad about, you know, they can shut me up anytime. Just say, Chuck, shut up and let me, let me talk. So, you know, you're more than happy to do that. <laughs> so I'm going to leave. Steve is offline because he said his cell died. I'm sorry, Steve. We'll have a little service later about that. And, uh, Guy, I, I, I want to know more about you. And, and there's a possibility maybe you and I can, you know, work together on something of excitement. And, of course, Tanya, I really appreciate your loyalty over the years, and let's, let's get this new lifestyle moving in the right direction for you. Uh, this is Chuck Bartok speaking to you from the banks of the Sacramento River at the foot of Mount Lassen, uh, enjoying another great day, uh, wonderful springtime weather. The river's receded, as I mentioned earlier. It's uh, another great day being ready to put to bed because I usually go to bed early, but I, not before I eat some of... Shirley's wonderful homemade dinner, which she's been doing for so many years. Remember the old days, Steve and Tanya, when we had our 20-acre truck farm that, uh, you know, just about everything we ate, including all the animal stuff, came from our own production. So uh, we don't do that anymore because we're old now, and we moved into a very small place, which makes life easier. <laughs> but now we have more fun to do other things. Huh? Guy, hope you come back, will you? I'm planning on it. Okay, and Tanya again, good evening, and Steve, good evening. This is Chuck saying good night for now. Join us back on Wednesday, and the date will be, uh, geez, I think I've got a book coming out that day, April 5th. No, we're going to have the, the Kindle version available on the 4th. The paperback should be out on the 5th. So anyway, we'll talk to you all later. Uh, thank you very much for joining. Good night for now. Good night. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.